The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Well, it has been a fantastic first half of the season. I never thought I'd say it. We're going to hit that in our victory against the Kansas City Chiefs on this show. Show 290. Red Nation, on this show, we will have the post game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, the well, the squeaker, we'll call it, but the Super Freaks came out in the second half. It was a beautiful, beautiful game. I don't care if it was raining or not. We're going to do that, the bone line, and also change things up a little bit. From now on, we're going to try to do this two-show-a-week thing again. Randy and I are going to try to do a post game early in the week, and maybe a little later in the week, we're going to do a pregame and see how that works out. We'll hit the bone line, of course, on each show, and that's how we're going to roll, especially on this show, because we got a lot of callers, man, a record number of callers, and I love it. November 7th, 2010, Oakland Coliseum, the Oakland Raiders defeat, deflate, and derail the Kansas City Chiefs. The Oakland Raiders showed up. And they were super freaks. At the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, the Raiders and the Chiefs. A bloodbath underway. Castle rolling right, throwing open his ball, and going out. He kept the ball, and it's intercepted by Jeremy Ware. The Raiders get a huge break there. I think Cole would have caught a touchdown. All right, so uh, it'll be kickoff here by Ryan Suckup. Again, not a real strong leg. He will kick towards the black hole. And the south end zone, short kick. Four takes it on the five. Get angled middle from the right. Now far left, 20, 25, gets it locked, 30, 35, 40. He's gone. Michael Boney, you just won $10,000. Jacoby Ford goes 95 yards. Third down and eight Raiders on the Chief 44-yard line. Chiefs are blitzing. Studebaker, Holly come up the middle. And now Campbell, after the pause, will roll left and lob one down the left sideline for Ford. He made the catch going down to the ground. He's on the Chief 8-yard line. What a catch by Jacoby Ford. First and 20 now. Got to hit a big one. Here's Campbell stepping up in the pocket, throwing over the middle. It is broken up and taken away by Ford. Jacoby Ford caught the ball. Incredible play there. Got a clock now. The Raiders are on the cheap 22-yard line. Spike the ball to essentially force overtime. Condo snap. Let go down. Jano has it up, and it is good. With three seconds to go. And the Raiders here need a clutch performance in overtime to give themselves a chance to win this division. Janikowski will kick off. It'll be a line drive kick. 20, 10, 
five. Roll fire. Renus has to go back and pick it up. The Raiders are all over. He breaks one tackle and not another. They bury him on the 10 yard line. From the 38 yard line, they start. Going back, McFadden. Campbell drops. Pressured by Ali. Stops up. Deep ball for Ford. He's out there. He's got it. He's got it. To the Chief 12 yard line. What a catch by Jacoby Ford. He beat Brandon Flowers again. And a bomb thrown by Jason Campbell. A high arcing rainbow right to Ford. He's going to the north uprights to beat the Chiefs in overtime. Dondo will snap. Leckler will hold. There's the snap. It's down. It is up. And it is good! The Raiders have beaten the Chiefs in overtime! Final score in overtime. Raiders 23, the Chiefs 20. Well, Raider Nation, it was a dreary and rainy Sunday morning. The clouds were out. The rain was falling. The wind was blowing. Very reminiscent of the 2002 Oakland Raider game against the Kansas City Chiefs in Oakland. The four-hour rain uh, insanity that it was. Uh, but we beat them 24-0 that game. And we also came out with a victory in Oakland this Sunday the tailgate was absolutely crazed. Let me thank the Raider Nation for showing up huge. And here's something I noticed I got to share with the nation. Hey, man, it was raining, and I mean raining. And people were still in the seats cheering, screaming. <laughs> it was off the freaking charts. And anyone who's been there will tell you that the decibel level was insane. It was insane. The 12th man showed up big. You could tell by the penalty, the false start penalties of the Chiefs. We did that. The Raider Nation did it. And I have to go on a little tangent here, but I said, damn, thanks for showing up. All those who did. Like I said, man, the tailgate was off the freaking hook. Raider Mike. Who we have? Crusader Raider. Big Raider Dave in the house. Raider Wild from, uh, of course, Oscar from Australia. Dave and Keith, the Crusader Raider from London. Raider Steve from Vegas. His two guys from uh, Japan. Colorado Chris, Juan Jorge, Raider Mike. I mean, come on. It was fabulous. We had a great time. The tailgate was rocking. The place was packed. You know, it's covered over there in our tailgate. We had a fantastic time. Once again, I got to say, we came together as a nation. It was great to see the parking lot pumping. People were just pumped. We were ready for a victory. We went into the Coliseum. A jet flyby. I mean, we had the makings of an opening day. It was a fabulous, fabulous thing. And then the game started. <laughs> Let me just break it into some, some sections here. Let me start off. With the total offense, well, let's talk about the offense, shall we? <laughs> we just barely crawled for the entire first half. We came from behind to beat the Chiefs, <laughs> and that's something we couldn't have said for many years. We had 49 total yards of offense and two first downs and zero points in the first half. 
Didn't look anything like the guys that came and played the, the Bronco hose at their house. Now, Jason Campbell, I'm going to tell you, man, his delivery was late. It was very late in the first half. He kept throwing balls behind and late, and that's the miracle of the Jacoby Ford thing. A uh, miracle because Jacoby Ford bailed him out. I got to tell you, everyone's singing Jason Campbell praise. That's some bullshit. He played just barely good enough to win this game. His passes were late and they were short. I asked Jacoby Ford about it because he had a hard time getting to those balls. And if it wasn't for that kid, we wouldn't be sitting there talking about this right now. Cable gave Campbell all this praise, but I'm telling you right now, Jacoby Ford saved Campbell's ass. Campbell did not play well this game at all in the first or the second half, just freaking barely. Darren McFadden saved his ass with 25 receiving yards uh, on this guy and also 85 on the ground. He played really hard. Our running game was pretty doggone solid. Uh, much more solid than the Chiefs and at the right time, may I say. Very, very good. A very good play. Our offensive line was busting guys off the line. Uh, we had some trouble, man. We had some trouble in the passing game. We had some trouble making those first downs. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs came to play, though, too. They came to play. I think they overplayed. I think they got too excited and blew their wad early, actually, which is good for us. We're gonna have to not we're not gonna have that next time we play them at their house. So we gotta be ready to play. But you go before six catches for a 148 yards, and let's not forget this 150 yards of return yardage, which is something that hasn't happened to any NFL player since 1963. And it was a Pittsburgh player who did it. That's a lot to say for a young rookie that uh, <laughs> that has to bring the church's chicken when they go to away games. That's pretty funny, but it's true. Johnny Lee Higgins added three catches for 26 yards. Brandon Myers is an unsung freaking hero. He only got three catches for 20 yards, but his blocking and his tenacity and the things he did, as far as the blocking goes, was pretty amazing. And he's an unsung freaking hero that did a great job replacing Miller for this short time. He's not a Miller, but he's damn good at what he does. Khalif Barnes, touchdown of the game. Great play. Number 69 is now eligible. <laughs> you hear that all the time. Listen for it, Red Nation. The Kansas City Chiefs defense is nothing to laugh at. They got no slouches over there, and they're a good team. But the fact that our second half was nowhere near our first half saved our ass. And it wasn't for Jacoby Ford, <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about this right now. You know, and you got to take your hat off to, to that uh... – Jacoby because, you know, he played a big-time game, you know, and uh, that was a great competition out there, and, and he made a couple terrific, terrific plays uh, that were a little out of the, the norm of what you see made. It was a big game for guys to step up. 
This is what they mean in the NFL by depth of, of players, having the right depth at the right positions at the right times of the year. Lewis Murphy, our most productive wideout, was out. And Jacoby Ford came in big, much bigger than Darius Hayward Bay in this game. Johnny Lee Higgins contributed. I mean, we had total buy-in. Bush, we had a team effort that never say die is part of the Raiders' uh, mantra right now. And it's blatantly obvious that they do not want to give up until the last second. The Raiders had a terrible offensive day, and if it was not for the for the wisdom, glory, and power of our new defense this season, that we would be not talking about this either because the defense held the doggone Chiefs to 10 points in the first half. Lucky for us. Interception at the end of the game was a miracle play. I mean, we this game, we played this game, and 27 total penalties, is that what it was? That's got to be some kind of record somewhere. It's got to be. I can't see how it can't be. The Kansas City Chiefs, incidentally, let me just say this right now, the Kansas City Chiefs blame the Raiders. <laughs> and it's been said other places, too, for bringing him down, bringing them down and playing at the Raiders' level. That's why they got so many penalties. <laughs> I think that's just comical. We bring them down to our level. We make them play down to our level. Yet we won the game. Go figure. Uh, let, let's just listen to a little bit of their coach. <laughs> you got to hear this guy. Coach Todd Haley. Very disappointing. Uh ending to the game uh, or uh, final to the game. But as I've said, I think there's a, there's a lot to be learned uh, from the game yesterday against the Oakland Raiders and a lot that can be a big part of us uh, making this transition into being a good team. And the important thing is, is that we uh, take the lessons that happened in that game and, and learn from them and not allow them to occur, you know, at a later, even potentially more critical uh, timing uh, from a big picture perspective. You know, I think it's 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 pretty clear that when you play a game on the road, and you uh, number one uh, get out of your team's personality at least uh, through five games and fall into a game where you start committing uh, uh, bunches of penalties, which a bunch of came in critical, critical points of the game, that that's not something that we want to allow happen. I thought we became distracted a little bit and then fell into doing things that uh, we haven't been doing but that we did yesterday and and we can't allow to happen, you know, because we're not going to, we proved it last year. We're not going to be a team that overcomes a lot of minus plays uh, in any sense because that's that's a that's a lot of hidden yardage uh, to try to overcome. And and uh, obviously yesterday we couldn't do it. We need to stay uh, disciplined throughout games, regardless of the circumstances. You know, I think sometimes when there's a lot of flags being thrown, and you let that. You let yourself get caught in into that uh, 
mode and and distracted by it maybe so to speak uh, and then you start doing things that are a little out of character then that's uh, something we can't allow to happen and we have to we have to learn from that you really uh, you know as I've said in here multiple times because you know we've been a fairly low penalty team here over a year and a half it doesn't mean that the next game that it's going to happen uh, just because of that you know you have to make it happen and you basically you are what you are. Uh, you know, we in that game, we had a punt return for seven points uh, taken off the board. Uh, we had a field goal taken off the board. Uh, we turned the ball over in the red zone, uh, which is points off the board of some sort generally. Um, and we allowed uh, their offense to make too many big plays, which uh, one of the keys to our game from a defensive standpoint, uh, key to that game from a defensive standpoint was uh, we could not allow big plays. Um, so as you went through the tape and all sides, which I did and we did, it was very clear uh, why that result was what it was. Sounds a little depressed to me. <laughs> I love it. Now, at halftime, a lot of the Raider Nation was up in the stands questioning what was happening, uh, what was going on, how, what's going on with our offense. People were starting to call for Bruce a little bit. Not real loud, but, you know, it wasn't booze. It was Bruce. That's what you were hearing out there. But the, the Raider Nation kind of settled down and let the game kind of play. So here comes the kickoff on the, in the second half. Here it comes. And here comes Jacoby Ford for the freaking touchdown. Thank you so much. Special teams from then on, really, from Janikowski to Leckler, were off the fucking hook. They came. They decided to become the Super Freaks. Super Freak. Super Freak. Super Freaking. Yeah. <laughs> and the Raiders defense, which was good all day long, uh, stood up and took him to three and out after three and out. They got three first downs for 15. Five of those shutouts uh, of the third downs, of course, were on third and one. So the Raider defense, a man, was off the hook, especially with the injuries we've had. And you got to look at the whole doggone thing, man, because the Chiefs had the best running game in the league. And the Chiefs' longest run of the day was 13 yards, where they averaged 179 yards per game. Richard Seymour and Tommy Kelly teamed up for seven tackles, and they just blew them off the line. You know, Jamal was a big part of our game plan. Um, I thought Jamal was, uh, was productive in the pass game, which was one of our keys going in. You know, with the way that Oakland plays defense, you know, we wanted to uh, we wanted to get the ball to Jamal's, you know, in his hands and from in the passing game some, and and we were able to do that, and maybe not quite as much as we wanted to. Uh, you know, we had a chance early, you know, the first third down in the game that I thought it was potentially a big play that we got to execute, um, and in the run game, you know. Uh, we uh, the the Oakland Raiders did a very good job inside, specifically uh, Seymour. Um, 
and I don't, I don't talk about other players a whole bunch, but you know, he 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 really was a problem for us yesterday. Uh, Richard Seymour, and he's a great player, and uh, you know that's some, that's one of those things we need to learn from. You know, we can't allow a, 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 a top player to disrupt you know our game plan as much as he was able to do that, and and it was throughout the game, and and it it caused us problems, and even late in the game, you know, when we were trying to run out the clock to have to take a minus play there. You know, it was just a killer, um, and we're lucky it wasn't worse because you know that could have been a one of those where he's involved in the handoff, and uh, then that would have been a potential real big problem. But uh, you know, we go into each and every game with a plan. There's a lot of different factors that go into uh, who's getting touches when. Uh, a lot of that's dictated by the defense, you know, and and how many times you're able to run the ball. You know, we were still able to. Uh, to get a, a, a good number of runs, you know, a number that generally gives you a chance to win, in my opinion, at least statistically. And uh, but we just weren't efficient enough, and that fell into all 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 eleven players on offense's uh, responsibility. Um, you know, we had a run late in the game that uh, had we just execute, you know, finished a block potentially the game's over. And like I said, there were a number of those plays late in the game that once we had fought back, that if we had just made one, the game ends in our favor. And, you know, none of us feel the way we feel. But the critical thing is that we learn from it. Steve Warren, did he have an advantage of any local knowledge, given that the guy coordinating and calling the plays is a guy that he obviously knows quite well? Uh... I don't know that, Bob. You know, we're you know we're so different, and like I've said, you know, offenses evolve, and and uh, you know, it's been a number of years since uh, Charlie and and Richard were together. So, um, you know, like I said, in the evolution of the way things go, it, I'd have a hard time thinking that. I think that uh, you know he came out, he was ready to play. Uh, we were worried about him going into that game, and we knew that he was a potential problem for us, and uh, and he was. And uh, you know, from getting off on the snap, and and those are some of the problems you have on the road when it's loud, and and you can't you know do some of the things you like to do cadence-wise. Uh, you know, you you're put in a position where guys have to really uh, step up and and handle some difficult situations and some difficult players and we just didn't do quite enough quite a good enough quite good enough job on him and again it's you know it's not just offensive linemen it's everybody you know it's 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 a 11 man deal the Oakland Raiders defense was in Matt Castle's grill all day long Matt Shaughnessy added five tackles of course and the front line accounted for 18 total tackles off the frickin' hook. Tommy Kelly said later that this is the game plan that they've had from the beginning of the season. The defense is just starting to gel, and we're starting to learn each other's habits. And listen, man, <laughs> it happened. Listen, linebacker Lana McClain went down early in the game. And my man, Ricky Brown, the, the, the guy... Ricky Brown does nothing but make plays, man. He is a great player. I'm so glad we took this guy and kept him. He took over, and he had key third down stop after third down stop. He was on it. 
They held Thomas Jones to 32 yards on 19 carries. That's 1.7 pitiful yards per carry. The defense was swarming like locusts or wasps, you name it. And the Chiefs looked like they were panicked from the beginning. Even with Osamoah out of the game, Jeremy Ware came up with the best interception of the game in the end zone at the end of the first half to keep us from being 17-point dogs. Mike Mitchell stepped into Tyvon Branch's uh, shoes. He went down with a concussion and never missed a freaking beat. Chris Johnson, Stanford route. The defensive back team was off the freaking hook. The defense could do no fucking wrong. I loved it. The guys were fighting like crazy, and on third down and ones, countless of them. Fourth and one. (laughs) The Raider defense was not denied. The Raider defense kept this team in the game and actually won the game in my eyes. And I got to tell you, man, if it wasn't for the defense, we would not be talking about victory here, folks. The defense was off the freaking hook. Hats off to the coaching. Hats off to the coaching of the offense as well. Execution was the problem. 27 penalties. Give me a freaking break. Give me a break. We won. That's it. That's the main thing. The nice thing was seeing Taylor all bummed out on the other side of the line. It was beautiful. It was priceless. It was like we won the doggone Super Bowl at the end of this game. The crowd was epic. It was Raiders all the way out to the parking lot and even in your car. The fans were were just hypnotized by this win. It was fantastic. It was a great feeling. I don't think anybody had a voice left at the end. And I'll tell you, I know I didn't. And I am so, so happy that we're going into this bye week now. Listen, man, we got people to heal up. We got John Henderson to get back on that line to keep the run from going. I mean, because we're coming up on the Steelers. Steelers ain't no joke. They're a a powerhouse team. There's a lot of anger, a lot of aggressive play. I think it will be a fantastic game like it was last year. But... uh, Make no mistake about it either. And I'm going to say this right now. I'll say it at this podcast. I'm going to reiterate it in my next one. But if Jason Campbell stumbles, uh, Greg Kowski's coming in. And I'll tell you on a rant right now, I know everybody wants uh, Campbell to keep going because he is playing well. And, hey, I am all for that too. I say let Campbell keep playing as well because he's somehow he's getting it done. I don't like his play. I mean – This last game, man, his passes were so late and so, I mean, he was good with a couple of them, man, but his passes are late. A lot of passes that could have been caught that if he'd have thrown them just a second earlier, we'd have gotten a completion for sure. That's where Kragkowski is much better. He gets the ball out fast. But I'll say this, man, let Campbell play. Let him play the next game. But if he starts to sputter, the Raiders have another quarterback that has a different tempo that the team adjusts to instant frickantaneously. And I'll say this, man, we got a great advantage in this game because 
if we have a quarterback go down, we got another one that can step right in and make it happen. So no quarterback controversy for me. I think it's plain and simple. Campbell plays till he doesn't do well, and then Gradkowski comes in. I don't give a shit about the pride factor and the deflating ego factor. That's some bullshit. This team wants to win. They're a team. They've talked it. They've acted it. And I think that it doesn't really make any difference. Whoever's there, they're going to play hard for them. Either guy. It's a great, great thing we have, man. Nobody else has that. We got that. And that is very special. And that could be our deadliest weapon of the entire season. Could take us all the way to the show, partner. So the two-quarterback concept could happen right here in Oakland. Could be the first time a new thing happens in the NFL where, hey, man, every other team will start trying the same thing. Who knows? But I do know this. We can win with either guy, and the team is comfortable with either guy, and I think that's very special. So we beat the Chiefs in the house. They were deflated and derailed on their way to the Super Bowl because, trust me, man, they thought that. And before this game, they were all that. And after this game, they weren't all that. (laughs) They got to admit, man, they got their asses beat because it was a beating um, on the field. There were a lot of fights, a lot of things you didn't see on TV that were going on uh, after the cameras turned off. There was a lot of pushing and shoving. Uh, Yeah, it was a nasty game, and I loved it. The Raider Nation was treated to some damn good football, and it was so exciting. What a game. What a freaking game. And that is all I have to say about that. Before I hit the bone line, I must say this. I brought my son to this game. It was his birthday. It was one of his birthday presents. He brought a buddy with him. And I want to say happy birthday to my son, James. Uh, he's a great kid, man. He's a great kid. I am truly a blessed man to have my son. So happy birthday, son. All right, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. You guys are getting brave out there. That's right. Don't forget either www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on there. Get on the forum. Register. Get on the – check it out. we got a great bunch of fellas and ladies uh, on the forum. Just uh, – it's pretty funny, man. you got to check it out. It's a lot of action going there. Raider Mike, you know, we got uh, the Virginia Raider. we got everybody in there. So check it out. Randy does a great job. All the – possible raiderness that you possibly want is on this site we've got a link to everybody's everything so check it out let's get to our first call we got a bunch of people trying to get as many people in as i possibly can so if you don't get in don't get emotional partner you might get in next time it's the way it goes man (laughs) okay who is it it's Raider Roy from Tucson, Arizona, man. Made the trip to the Mecca. Great Raider fan. Check him out. Hey, Raider Greg. This is uh, Raider Roy from uh, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, first-time caller, a long-time listener. Uh, just uh, 
really happy about the way the Raiders are playing this uh, year so far. Uh, I went to the game up in uh, Phoenix uh, where that bullshit kick from Seabass went wide right. Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll be going up to that game up in uh, Oakland this weekend. I finally bought my ticket. Uh, it was uh, well worth it. Hopefully, you know, we can beat those condiments ass. Um, wanted to send a quick shout-out to uh, my good friend, uh, Raider Miguel, out of uh, Modesto, California. Uh, that's where I'm originally from. Uh, but now I'm here in Tucson, like I said, because uh, of my work. But hopefully pretty soon I'll be uh, moving up there. I would like to go hang out with you, have a beer with you, uh, Raider Greg. Uh, I don't know where your where your uh, location is at, though, but that would be awesome. Um, and uh, another quick thing, uh, it's a really good idea for a lot of us Raider fans. You know, we listen to the podcast, the video cast, and uh, be a contributor. Uh, I was looking on your website, and uh, I, will, I will be contributing to your website. Uh, you know, $5 a month to me is very little. Uh, to be able to have the enjoyment of watching and listening to your podcast, which I look forward to every week to listen to for the past few years now. Um, and that's about it. You know, hopefully we can uh, beat that uh, condiment's ass and uh, go Raiders. Thanks for the props, my brother. And thank you for uh, mentioning the donation portion of our website. You know, we uh, don't ask for money. We don't really push that stuff here on the podcast, but every little bit helps. And thank you so much for noticing that part of our website. Randy really does a lot to make that website awesome. Thank you, brother. Wait, wait. You got something else. You got something else to say. He's back. Hey, what's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Raider Roy from Tucson, Arizona. Um, I flew into the game, you know, and words cannot express what I feel about this team. Um, I really hope you put this message I have uh, for the Raider Nation on the podcast. Uh, anyways, uh, this is a message of, you know, when there was uh, less than three minutes to go and, you know, the Chiefs were up 20 to 17, you know, a few fans started to make their way back to the parking lot. And then we were like, hey, where y'all going, you know? And then, one of them says, uh, mark my words, this game is over, we lost, you know. And then some other guy behind him says to his wife or girlfriend or whatever, uh, we need to hurry up, man, we got to beat the rush of traffic, you know. And, you know, are you are you shitting me? I mean, you care more about the damn traffic than what the Raiders are doing? You know, I, I would wait in traffic for three to four hours. You know, hell, I'd fly every week from Tucson just to see this Raiders team win by one point or 30 points. You know, um, so I say this to you, Raider Nation, like last week when uh, Raider Jeff from Orlando said, you know, we must believe, we must believe, 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 you know, this is a different team than in years past, you know, if we're losing by seven points or ten points, you know, don't fucking leave, you know, this 2010 Raider team is pouring out their heart on the field, you know, the least we can do is be at the game supporting our Raiders till the final whistle, and, um, you know, I, I must admit, you know, at that three-minute mark of the game, you know, things were looking bleak, you know, but I never stopped believing. And you should believe, Raider Nation. So now is a time, Raiders, you know, one play at a time, one game at a time. We can do this. Believe. You know, this team started taking baby steps, you know, in that Bronco victory, and now it's time to prove the fucking credit's wrong, you know, and let's win this thing. So, you know, with that being said, you know, Raider Nation, our team needs us now more than ever. 
remember, you know, th this is a young young team, you know, and special things are occurring before our very eyes, you know. So uh, let's go Raiders. Raider Roy of Tucson, out. Well, man, I got to tell you, for those of us who go every game, there's a lot of season ticket holders that want to see this team win. And I'm not saying those people that were leaving were season ticket holders. I'm just saying that for seven seasons in a row, even if you only went one time a year, we've been getting beat at home. We've been losing these close games most 99% of the time. I mean, I think we should stay. I stay. But, man, you know what? I can't. I can only say this. Those same people will not be leaving the next game. That's a fact, brother, because all the people that were in the parking lot when the roar was going on were going, what happened? What happened? Well, they didn't see it. Now, did they? Next, we have Just Win Johnny with a, a message. Just win, baby. Hey, Raider Nation, Raider Greg. First time caller. This is Just Win Johnny, Nationwide Raider. Just uh, first time listening to the podcast here a couple weeks ago. Love it. Great show. Keep up the good work, guys. It's good to hear from all the Raider Nation and uh, finally get a little love around the nation on what we're getting ready to do and take control of the AFC West division. Again, let's get it back, guys. Let's just win. No excuses. Just win. Don't feel too bad on cable yet. Uh, it's just a poker game. Just because he's saying he's going to start Radowski doesn't mean he'll do it. He's just playing with the other coaches' heads, trying to get ready for Kansas City this week. Uh, looking forward to a great win and a great start. Again, really excited, just happy to be a Raider. Feels good to be on the winning side of things. And just remember, guys, just win. No excuses, just win. Let's go, Raiders. Just win, baby. This is Just Win John out. Just win, baby. Once again, we have Just Win Johnny and his son, Michael. What's up, brother? Yes, this is Raiders Michael. Um, this is, was a great game. We destroyed it. We're going all the way this year. Um, peace out, Raider Nation. Hey, guys, that was my son, Michael. We were giving each other high fives here. The Raiders just came through. That was his first time calling Raider Greg, so see if you can get him on, my man. We're starting a new era of Raider Nation out here. We're taking it all the way to the AFC West Division title. Just win John out. The young Raider Nation. That's what I'm talking about. Next, we have the Raider guy from East Lansing, Michigan. Ben, it's got to be cold up in there. <laughs> Hi, Raider Greg. This is the Raiders guy from East Lansing, Michigan. I'm just calling to say that I love your podcast. I always listen to it. I'm excited to hear the new ones. And that I'm finishing up my degree at Michigan State University. And I'm taking a journalism class on sports. And we had to review a sports show, podcast, internet, blog, etc. And I reviewed the Raider Nation podcast and said nothing but good things about it. I love it. Also, I want to say that I'm glad that Tom Cable is finally doing the right thing and playing the hot hand, which is Jason Campbell. Bruce Gradkowski is a great leader, plays with passion. He's rallied the troops. He does a great job, but, you know, you have to go with the hot hand. You know, don't fix something if it's not broke. 
Also, the Chiefs, we beat them. They were overrated, overhyped. They're not that good. They're just a fluke, and we showed that by beating them. And lastly, going to the spy, I'm excited to see the Raiders play the Steelers because we're going to be well-rested. Lewis Murphy's probably going to be back. I hear John Henderson is doing good, making a good recovery. Chad Schillens is also doing a great job with his knee surgery. I pretty much gave up on him because he didn't play really last year. He's not playing this year. You know, there's always something wrong with Chad Schillens. You know, I, I gave up gave up on him. Here's Hayward Bage. Shoulder should be feeling better. Zach Miller's going to rest his foot. Nambi Asimov's going to rest his ankle. So I'm excited to see them play the Steelers because they're going to be more healthy. They just have to show up and play. You know, I'm sick and tired of, you know, like for watching the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers basically walked all over them. They didn't show up to play. And it's frustrating. So we need to... We need to, you know, rally the troops. And I don't know what they did in the past three games. I don't know. Maybe they had Tony Robbins, you know, come and do some hypnotic stuff on them. But they're playing great. All right. That was great talking. I'll see you. Of course he's going to go with Campbell. Campbell's been having the hot hand. But if Campbell gets stale right away in Pittsburgh, he could switch to Gradkowski. Look, the Raiders have a history of having two functioning quarterbacks that deliver two different styles. It's worked before. I don't see why it wouldn't work again. It's worked with this team before. Gradkowski is a great option. We could go there. And by the way, anybody who mentions Tony Robbins as far as inspiration definitely has to get on the bone line. That was funny. Next, we have Raider D from the KC in hostile territory up in there. Raider Nation, this is Raider D from Kansas City. Oh, my God, was that a fucking game. I am sitting here, me and my brother, the only fucking Raiders fans in this house, full of fucking Chiefs fans. It was fucking ridiculous. I was so fucking happy at the end of that game. I got to say, our fucking team stepped up more than what I actually thought they would. It fucking surprised the shit out of me. I am too fucking excited for this year. I cannot wait for you guys to come to Kansas City for the last game of the season. I will see y'all there in the fucking parking lot with my shit on. You guys take care. Peace out, Raider Nation. It's Raider D. Out. Yeah, I bet it was a little sweaty the first half. But after that, man, I bet you they're all emotional. <laughs> what a great part of the be at. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have the captain from Casper, Wyoming, and he is in Bronco Ho country. Raider Greg, this is the captain from Casper, Wyoming. Hey, I just found your podcast this year, and it is awesome. Anyway, I've been listening to it every week when I go on my walks and hanging out and listen to it, connected with the Raider Nation on Facebook and on the Internet. Man, it's a great year. Three games in a row. Beat them freaking condiments. What a way to go. Sitting here in Casper, the middle of Bronco territory, loving it, getting after it. It's great. Go on! You got to love it for those fans in hostile territory, especially anywhere where the Bronco hoes roam. They're embarrassed. You got to love it. Next, we have Spartacus from New York. I'm going to call him Raider Spartacus for show. What up? What up? Raider Greg, Raider Nation. What's up? This is Spartacus calling way, 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 way from New York. Um, long time Raider fan. 
back in the days, as you guys in Oakland call it, the dark ages or the the, the downtime when Raiders were in L.A. Um, that's my home, but that's on another uh, another topic. Just happy they were there to, to birth another Raider fan, uh, myself, Spartacus. Just want to say so many emotions going on after this game. Uh, wow, what a team. And that's a key word, team. What a moment of adversity the Raiders faced over time, first time in a long time. Bunch of bullshit that was going on with that uh, the Miller so-called fumble. Deep in my gut, had another feeling like it was some tuck rule shit. Just a bad feeling going on with the so-called uh, replay. And after the, 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 the following play uh, had been snapped, just crazy. But uh, anyway, good to see the defensive line in there. Shaughnessy, Seymour, Kelly, Houston, taking care of uh, the so-called Chiefs' vaunted running game. Kept them under wraps. Same thing with uh, with Myers stepping in from Miller and Route and Chris Johnson holding it down, filling in where they need to. This was a team victory. I hate naming names, but obviously Janikowski came through when he needed to. Ford came through. Wow, Ford really, really, really stepped up after that drop. You know, really, really stepped up, and uh, it was a beautiful thing. I was in a bar. My my fists are, fists are hurting right now from pounding the damn uh, damn bar. But it was just a good win, and um, we need to take this momentum that's going. This is steamrolling. This is steamrolling. Take it in. Take it forward, because um, the league is wide open right now. You saw what the fuck happened to to the fucking faggot ass Patriots. The league was wide open right now, and. Silver and black team right now, this is a special team. And we need to just run with it. Run with it going into to Klitsburg. Fuck them. Let's do it. This is a strong team. Everybody get behind them. Nation get behind them. And um, I'm going to do my part. Hit the bars when I go back home. When I go back to Cali. I'm going to go back up there. I'm going to check for you guys. Hopefully I get back, you know, when I get a break. Well, maybe it won't be to the end of the fucking season, to the Indianapolis game, but sure enough, if I get that chance, I'll be out there. Fucking Spartacus. Fucking proud member of the nation. Let's go silver and black. Always and forever. And let's fucking see fucking Klitsburg in two weeks. Let's go. I'm out. Did you say Klitsburg? That is freaking funny. Great call, brother. Next is my good brother from the Coachella Valley, Indio to be exact, Raider Ed. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Ed from Indio, California, Coachella Valley. Post game, after the great victory against the Chiefs in overtime. And, uh, man, couldn't be anything better going on for a Raider fan. But first of all, I want to say that uh, I got to meet Raider Randy and the Crusader Raider at Ricky's Raiderland in San Leandro. And that was an awesome experience. Good guys to meet and uh, had a good time. But the highlight of the evening was uh, 
Mr. Willie Brown was in the house and got a picture with him, so that was all good. Raider Nation, I know you guys are ready for the rest of the season. The team is ready, and these guys are playing uh, champions, so I'm looking forward to some postseason play this year, and fuck the Chargers. Thanks a lot, Raider Greg, and nice meeting you, Raider Randy. And saludos to El Crusader Raider and Otro Lado de la Agua. Out. Yeah, Raider Ed was out there at the San Leandro Ricky's infamous Raider Bar, a sports bar. Great place. You guys have to get there when you come into town. Raider Raider Randy was rocking, Crusader Raider, Big Raider Dave, uh, uh, Raider Wild. They had a whole bunch of Raiders from the Raider Nation podcast in there. And Raider Ed was in the house. Next, we have Raider Johnny from New York City. Check it out. What's up, Raider Greg? This is Johnny Raider, Long Island, New York, enemy territory. I'm in jet and giant country here. I love the show for a long time. Never called in. It's Monday morning. I had to after the awesome win over the Chiefs. It's been a long time coming. Three in a row has been a long time coming. Uh, I'm super pumped up. I've never called in before, but I had to take this opportunity to do so. Uh, my only problem, I can't believe I have a negative today, but football fans are football fans, I guess. I'd love to hear your take on the gimmicky play calling. You know, we saw a fake punt. We saw a wildcat. We saw a halfback pass. We saw a flea flicker. just seems strange after pounding the ball down everybody's throats for a bunch of weeks now that we would come out with the gimmicks. But I'm super happy, and uh, I love the show. I will be in contact again one day when the Raiders are out in New York again for the Jets. Uh, I'd love to see and meet all you guys. Also, I wanted to say you hit it right on the head with people getting their fannies in the seats. I would die to be at a Raider game. Uh, So it was good to see a sold-out crowd. Thanks a lot, man. Catch you soon. Well, man, as far as the trick plays go, the only one I didn't like was the fake punt. I thought that was weak. It was a weak attempt. It looked like they didn't practice it enough. Other than that, trick plays are okay with me. They keep the defense thinking that could be something else. Uh, they move the mind of the defensive coordinator away from the standard plays. It's not bad. It didn't hurt us in this game. We didn't get any turnovers done by them. They might have been not too successful. However, it's not a bad idea to switch things up. Refreshing play calling is the name of the game, especially on the offensive side where we're talking about pass plays, short yardage plays, things we might be able to get some uh some breakout play, who knows? I like them. We got to keep doing them. Uh, nothing wrong with them, man, except for that punt. That was weak. Next, my good brother from Central Illinois, the Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is the Raider Maniac. What a tremendous win we had yesterday. We persevered and fought and came out with a victory. Not only did we have to beat the Chiefs, we had to beat the refs as well. There were some very questionable calls in that game. We overcome them and come out with a win. This team has showed that they are not going to quit this year, and I love it. We had players step up, 
and come to the forefront. We need everybody to play and play with heart. One more thing I'm going to say. At the end of the year, Tom Cable, his contract is up. Al Davis has to retain this guy. He is the right guy for this team. There's no one else at this moment that can take this team anywhere. They play hard for him. They believe in him, and this is his team. So hopefully Mr. Davis will give him another contract and keep this thing going. Raiders all day, every day. Go Raiders! Let's get it on! Yeah, man, if this team keeps playing like they're playing, uh, Cable is definitely going to get a job. Uh, I don't see anywhere else that uh, Al's going to go looking for a coach, especially if you have some good wins. We just have to keep this thing moving. The team's playing for each other, and I think that's a key, too. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my brother, Raul Oliveros, now from Pomona, California. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's up, Raider Familia? This is Raul Oliveros calling from Pomona, California. Sorry I've been away, guys. There's been a lot of things going on in, in uh, my life over here. With moving, with uh, family passing away, and work being real busy and so forth. But I'm still listening to the podcast, and I'm so excited after yesterday's win. Took care of them condiments, my brothers. Now, you see... This is what we've been waiting for for a long time, having some consistency in our coaching staff. Yeah, Hugh Jackson hasn't been there for a while, but Tom Cable's been there for a good, going on three years now. So a little consistency goes a long way, brothers, and it's helped. It's helped make, transform this team into the winners. I like, I like the leadership that Richard Seymour's taken, seeing him direct the team, leading the team, getting the team fired up. I love it. And I'm hoping that the hype that we got this past week is going to be triplicated in the next coming weeks when we take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Enjoy the bye, guys. You guys deserve it. Now, I agree with you when you said you don't like the bandwagon fans, Raiders, Greg. And, yeah, they're coming out. You see them all out week one. Go to a restaurant. I'm the only one sporting the Raiders. Now, what, week nine, go to the same restaurant. Half the places, Raider Nation. Where'd you guys come from? But anyways, we appreciate the support. Oh yeah, guys, one more thing. Excuse my language, but fuck the NFL Network. Fuck all the motherfuckers, Marshall Falk, Michael Irvin, Steve Mariucci, and fuck you, Warren Sapp, since when did the Raiders become your Raiders? Fuck you, bomb your Raiders and then pick against them. I tell you what, guys, I don't want you guys to pick the Raiders the rest of the year. Keep sticking to the opponent. Keep saying we haven't turned that corner. Because all I got to say to you guys is fuck you. Um, that's all I got for now, guys. Uh, freak shows. What happened this week? <laughs> I shouldn't be talking. I, I'm getting my ass with the whole, the whole season. <laughs> this is Raul Oliveros, and I'm out. We ain't getting no love from any of them SOBs, especially Warren. My ass is fat sap, okay? That guy will turn into the biggest Raider lover ever. Talk about the bandwagon. He's driving it. You know, what a punk. And all those guys. Mariucci's the only one that's really ever given us love, believe it or not. 
but screw BSPN, screw all these sports channels because we are distant news being five and four, coming out of nowhere, starting to win. No one's saying shit about us. Screw them. I've said it a million times on my show. I have to say it too. Fuck mainstream sports. It is so fucking prejudiced. It's not even funny. That's why there's a Raider Nation podcast because the rest of that shit is bullshit. Thanks for the call. And the freak shows will be back. That's an inside joke, folks. Next, we have Raider Nate from Sacramento. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Raider Nate. I'm coming from Sacramento, California. Went to the game, saw it go down, played like shit in the first half, but we put that motherfucker down. Put it down on their ass. The chefs, or whatever the hell you want to call them, fuck them. They're sorry. We beat them. We go on, do our thing. Much props to Raider Greg, and much props to Raider Randy. Let's go, Raider Nation. Let's put this smacking on Pittsburgh. Fuck them all, Raider Nation. I'm out. Yeah, the AFC West keeping a big eye. I just have to say a fish eye on the Raiders. Next, we have Raider Maddie from Albany, New York. Let's hear it, man. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Maddie Raider out of Albany, New York. First time caller. Love the uh, podcast, guys. Keeps me going every week. Hopefully I'll get on this time. But I want to give you a call about the uh, KC game now that I'm a little calmed down. Uh, Really enjoy seeing the guys come together as a fucking team. These guys yesterday showed more than those two blowout wins over Seattle and Denver. Still don't like the penalties too much. That's just a little discipline they need to tighten up. How about Jacoby Ford? What a fucking athlete. This kid, I I see nothing but promise for this kid. And uh, listening to the podcast last week, I just wanted to echo some of the statements C-Money had made uh, in regard to the quarterback situation. His comments were spot on. We go into this bye week, Cable, got to keep Campbell right where he is. I know I love Bruce too, but... You got to have some consistency. The guys got to know who their leader is. You got to keep Jason in there, man. Got to keep him in there. You got to, you know, every successful team's had a, you know, franchise quarterback or a quarterback that's pretty much set in place that they can look to. And, uh, you know, our team's going to be no different. And, uh, you know, I see bullshit ESPN and uh, NFL Network. All they talk about is the Vikings. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Cowboys collapse, but that's all right. We'll just sail in there under the radar. And pride and poise, baby. Pride and poise. Go Raiders. Well, I agree Campbell should start, but if he sputters or has, like, that first half, <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, if Bruce would have been healthy and we knew he could get out there, I don't see the problem in throwing him in if we need to change and tempo. This team responds very well to Bruce. They respond pretty damn good to Campbell, too. I think the team has that concept in bread. I think that's the way Cable's handling it. They're both good quarterbacks. We got a team. They fight for each other. That's a cool thing. 
So, uh, hey, man, start with Campbell. If it doesn't work out, then we're going to have to make a move. And when we do, there'll be a different scheme. There'll be a different energy. It's really an advantage. That's what I see anyway. Next, we have Raider Mike from Washington State. Sing it, brother. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. First time caller, but sorry, I got to do this. Scarface and the Ghetto Boys, but I got to steal a line. Damn, it feels good to be a Raider. Ha <laughs> ha. 3-0 sweep of the goddamn AFC West. Let's keep it fucking rolling. I'm telling you, boys, it feels good. Damn, it feels good to be a Raider. All I got to say is I saw a Khalif Barnes sighting <laughs> for six, bitch. Ex-Washington Husky in the fucking house. Oh, man, we need to do something about these penalties and turnovers, though, team. We have more than they did. Fucking Chiefs. Still got in that ass. Sea bass making it happen when it counts. Oh, man. Hey, bottom line is no Namdi, Lou, Zach, all on the shelf. Still got in that ass, didn't we, Chiefs? Didn't we, Chiefs? Fucking Kansas City. All I got to say is Jacoby Ford. Who in the fuck let this dog loose? Gee, just what? Are you kidding me? Kickoff return yards? Fuck. Passing yards? I mean, keep him on the field 24-7. Don't ever let him come off unless he needs a breather, like seriously. Dude was off the chain, ridiculous. Making juggle catches when, oh, man. Hey, oh, bottom line. Red Greg, Raider Randy. Up in the fucking nation. Raider Nation! It's Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. Ouch! A lot of penalties, but I think the Chiefs were le- licking their chops in this game. I really do. I think they felt they could come in here and beat us while we had a lot of injuries on our team as well. Well, in your face! Next, we have Raider Jaime on the line, went to the game. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's going on? It's Raider Jaime calling Baker Shield. Hey, man, was that an epic game or what? Man, it was something. <laughs> I've been to a lot of Raider games, and I'm telling you, this was an epic game, man. I know the beginning of it started pretty ugly. That Wildcat, I don't know what the hell they were doing. I, I guess he wanted to confuse that um, defense. That was a pretty fast uh, front uh, defensive line that Kansas City Chiefs had, but... Man, we came back second half. I told my brother when we were sitting up there, I told him, well, they're going to come back second half. You watch. And when Jacoby Ford ran that one back, I was like, what's up? What's up? And then fucking things started turning around. The next kickoff, the fumble. So what's up? <clears throat> but anyways, man, there was some fucking poor fish eating out there, man. You know, can you believe that I guess two or three of those referees, and my wife had texted me, told me that two or those, three of those referees, uh, Coach, I mean, uh, referee the the Raiders in the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. So I was, you know, I was wondering what the fuck are these? Are these these assholes? But anyways, they fucking prevailed. It's the shit that John Gruden wanted it, that that back team to do back in the days, back two thousand, two thousand one. You know, he wanted 
the guy to overcome that kind of those kind of uh, calls, and that's what this team fucking did. It was a fucking great game. Tried to look for you. I'm sorry, man. Couldn't find you. When I got finally got to at the end of the game, um, uh, Kingsford uh, Kirk said you had just left. We're like, oh well, we'll catch you on the next game. We'll probably try to head out to the Miami game, but for now, fucking week ten, get to rest, get to heal them bones, come back and. I told you guys, man, after that fucking uh, Cardinal game, and I was fucking disappointed, but I saw some things in there that they were going to fucking turn a corner. I just didn't want to fucking, I didn't want to jinx anything. But, man, they're fucking there. Look at they don't even have their starters. And look what they're fucking doing out there. That's fucking proving all these motherfuckers are talking shit about our fucking nation. Fuck them all. It's all about our fucking nation. Well, already, Greg? You know, I just got one more thing to say. Those fucking cops out there, security guards, wherever the fuck they are, they're a bunch of fucking assholes, and we need to fucking put in some kind of complaint to the fucking, uh, the league. Man, they, these assholes fucking just go around looking for fucking trouble. Man, they fucking tasered a fucking old, older guy and his wife because he was smoking a cigarette, and he was accusing him of smoking some fucking pot. Man, that old man was stressed out. It was a fourth quarter, he was stressed out, man. How can you fuck? You know, I mean, it's fucking. It's it's gonna be hard not to fucking be able to, not to smoke a cigarette. They go and they fucking think he's smoking a joint. Man, smoking a cigarette. They fucking twist his hand. His man says, "What the fuck?" They taser him. His wife says, "Hey, what's going on?" They taser her ass too. She's like sixty years old. Fuck those fucking security officers out there. They're all a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. I'm tired of that kind of shit, man. People come out here to fucking stand in the fucking rain. Pay some fucking money for the NFL, and then these kids dicks do this shit. That's not right. But regardless of that, you know what? I fucking love the game. It was great. And um, Raider Nation, I just got one thing to say, man. Fucking believe, man. Believe. We got some. We got a couple of games. I know we can fucking win in this fucking uh this year. It's just two: the um Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. The rest, I know we can fucking beat. So. Okay, stay positive. Everybody's got to stay positive, man. And we'll, we'll fucking be in the playoffs, like I fucking said. Well, I'm out, ready, Greg. I'll talk to you guys later. I'm out. I'm sorry I missed out on YouTube, brother. Sometimes that's how it rolls over there. But, yeah, the security there, I already called and made a complaint. If you guys have any problems with the security there at the Coliseum, call the Raiders. Call 1-800-RAIDERS and let them know. Last time this bullshit went down, they fired those guys. I mean, like in a week. So don't hold back, brothers. If you got a complaint, call them. They do shit about it, brother. Next, we have a very dear friend, man. I'm telling you, the guy's very cool. That would be sleepless. In Korea. What up, brother? Greg. This is Sleepless in Korea. Uh, I was currently stationed in Korea, man. Your podcast helped me get through my year over there. Uh, I was in the military. Um, I got to take a picture with you. Um, I really appreciate it, man. You know, we all, all those Raiders fans out there, we're able to listen to the Red Nation podcast. No problems, nothing, man. Uh, we're all able to download it fine. I uh, really appreciate what you're doing out there, man. You really make it possible for us to keep up with the Raiders, even though sometimes the game's not always televised. Uh, it's always great to have insight the way uh, the Raiders fans give it because BSPN and uh and the network don't always show it the way it is. But uh, anyways, man, thanks for letting me take that picture with you after the game. And uh, 
you know, it was an awesome game against the Chiefs, you know. The Raiders had to fucking beat the refs instead of just beating the Chiefs, man. Let the fucking boys play, baby. Let the fucking boys play. And you saw what happens when you let the Raiders play. They will fucking dominate you, baby. They will dominate you. Next up is the Kansas City fucking Steelers. I'm sorry, the Pittsburgh fucking Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. And fuck Ben Rapelessberger. I do all that mother... We're going to rape that motherfucker for a few sacks. So with that being said, man, go Raiders. Keep it up, Raider Greg. Randy, thanks a lot. You know what, man? When we started this podcast, when I started, I, I always thought that maybe somebody out there in the military stuck way out somewhere, unable to get Raider news, would appreciate you know, uh, what we bring. And, man, it's great to know that we're out there and you guys out there in the military are listening and getting your Raider fix right up in here on the Raider Nation podcast. We love you guys. Stay safe. God bless America. We know you protect and save us. From all kinds of bullshit. So, uh, hey, man, thank you, too, for being in the armed forces, brother, and all those who fight for this country. That's what I'm saying. Next, we have the Tokai Raider leaving the parking lot of the Coliseum. Tell me if you can't tell. This man is pumped. Tokai Raider here with Raider Mike. Sitting in Raider Mike's truck trying to make her way out of the parking lot. But it's hard because the parking lot's filled with Raider fans dancing and celebrating because the Raiders just kicked the Kansas City Chiefs ass. I'm calling this morning, man. Once the rain came, it's 2002 all over again. We're 5-4, and four, just like in 2002. We're 3-0 in the division. We're kicking ass. We were shut out at halftime. That don't matter. Jano missed field goal. That don't matter. The officials took fucking bullshit fumble. Nick Miller didn't really fumble. We all know he didn't fumble, but they took it away from him anyways. And that don't matter. And DHB couldn't catch a fucking cold today. And that don't matter. Because Jacoby Ford stepped up, and we kicked some ass. Raiders! Go Raiders. Just listening to Brother Brings All those feelings rushing back. What a fucking great way to leave the Coliseum. And that's all I got to say about that. And a short snippet from my brother, Colorado Chris. Hey, guys. Colorado Chris walking through the south side. 3-0 in the division. Great seeing everybody. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Peace. He, too, was wrapped up in a throng of Raider chants and screams of joy as he walked through the parking lot. Great to see you, Colorado Chris. We'll see you soon, my brother. Next, my good brother from Chico, Raider Mike. Raider Mike, my voice is gone. I can't really do my real Raider chant, but... I decided calling the phone line on the way home here. Uh, what a game. And all I got to say is that for so many reasons, 
this win was so important to this organization and to the fan base and everybody. And one of them is um, we haven't beaten them in seven years, Kansas City in Oakland. They've come there and won, and not 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 this time. And secondly, you don't want to go down to the Kansas City Chiefs two and a half games at this point in the season at the halfway point. I mean, just too many games to make up. We lost this game. Our season would have been over because we'd still have to play them at the very last game of the year, which would have sucked to have to win that game. You know, this, this guy helps us out, being 3-0 in the division where we want to be. And another reason is 11 straight blackouts. That's one entire full season and three games. Uh, we haven't sold out a game, which is crazy. Um, but that sold-out game today was so much fun. I mean, it was, it was packed, and uh, it was noisy, and it was great to have just the house, you know, packed. It was really, really, really nice. And, um, you know, I just felt like at the beginning of the game, the first half really sucked. It was really stagnant. The play calling sucked. And uh, then, you know, Jacoby Ford got that huge uh, return, and the rest was history. But it was just a fantastic win, and the referees did everything they could to take that game away from us, but we just weren't having it. It was our day, and uh, the entire Raider Nation should be just absolutely pumped because we have an actual team that I think can contend. I mean, we got five wins already. Five wins. We got that entire season last year, and you know, we still got to play seven games, and I mean, I like our chances. I think this team can win. I think they they know how to win, and um, they just need to keep you know going and keep learning and keep doing what they're doing. And uh, I think they uh, they'll be fine, and uh, we'll be uh, controlling the division. I just add one last thing to my call. I wanted to thank Big Raider Dave for sitting next to me at my seat making that game experience a hundred times better than it normally is when you have a fan that flies from England all the way to the Mecca and gets to see the Raiders beat the Kansas City Chiefs in that kind of fashion. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was the greatest thing ever. It was great to see Crusader Raider Keith. It was great to see Raider Wild again. And Colorado Chris making it out to Oakland from Denver – for the third straight game, division game. And uh, I think that, you know, that's really uh, awesome that that tailgate we had there at the game. It was just probably the best tailgate that, you know, I've been to in a long time. I don't know, it was a lot of fun, even though it was pouring-ass rain outside. But um, overall, what a, what a great game. It was great to see you guys. I had the time of my life. Now uh, we get a bye week and uh, get the get players rested up and um, get ready for Pittsburgh in two weeks, and uh, that's going to be the big game that will uh, be the benchmark game, I guess, if you will, to show that you know we're a legit team. So anyway, enjoy the victory and go Raiders. Well, there you go, man. Right there from Raider Mike's. He's at the parties. He's there involved. He's part of the RMP. Big Raider Dave, what a day. 
I mean, come on, man. You got to get to the Coliseum. The full house was awesome. I know, man. It was beautiful to see all them people, brother. New York is representing big up in here. We have Raider Tommy in the house. New York City Raider Tommy. Yo, what up, Raider Nation? This is Tommy, the New York Raider. I, I had to, I had to call in, and I had to wait. I, I couldn't, I couldn't pull in right after the game. It was just too emotional for me. I, I got to give my take on this game. This game was the best game that we've had, I think, personally, all year long. Um, did we play good? No, we've definitely played better. But this is, this is why I think this was our best game. It wasn't the same old Raiders. Did we make penalties? Yes. Was you know, misplays, you know, passes that should have been completed, drop balls, yes, missed tackles, yes. But this is what I loved about this team, and this is why I am starting to have a lot, a lot of confidence in this team. We played like shit in the first half. I mean, so bad to the point where that was played like shit. We were outcoached. Um, two challenges. Those, the second one, it, unless it's clear cut, you don't make that challenge. You can't, you can't go the whole game. With, 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 without a challenge, but we got through that. We weren't moving the ball offensively. We got through that. Our defense stayed and stayed pat. I'm loving the defense. Matt Shaughnessy, Michael Huff's making plays. I've killed him in the past, but he's been huge for us this year. Seymour, Kelly, I mean, top to bottom, our defense is fucking stout. But this is why I like it so much. After that fumble, in the past, game over. Heads down, we've lost this game, we can't do it. No, no. They fought through it. They fought through it. Defense led up a, a touchdown okay. There was a little blown coverage. All right, but our offense fought through it. Jacoby Ford. Jacoby Ford, baby. Holy shit. I mean, I, I just I, there's not enough I can say about this game. I mean... Campbell made some really bad passes, but when it came through it, he threw a couple of darts. I mean, Jacoby saved him on that fourth quarter drive. In overtime, bang, he hit him, and he hit him deep. Yo, all I got to say is, yo, life is so much better when our team is winning. I'm over here in New York. Both of the teams here are winning. I'm repping my colors always out, 0-16, 16-0. But my chest is poked out a little bit more. I'm standing up a little bit more straight when I'm wearing my little silver and black on my chest. The life just feels better. Four taste better. Sex is better. I'm loving life, man. And I'm, the, the, the bar could come at a better time. We were short yesterday. And now we can get healthy. I have a feeling our game is going to be a Sunday night game against Pittsburgh. That's just my feeling. Either way, I don't care. I'm loving this, and everybody should be loving this. And anybody who lives close to that stadium who does not make it to these games should not be calling themselves Raider fans because I wish, I wish to God I lived closer. Go Raiders. This is a fucking year, baby. Sorry it took so long. I, I just had to get this off my chest. These last eight years have been hell, and right now it's just, it's just so much sweeter. Peace from New York, baby. Go Raiders. It is great to wear your shit and be proud, isn't it? 
It's a nice feeling for a damn change to be a Raider fan. I love it, man. I am so glad that uh, you made that comment, too, that you'd be going to the games if you lived anywhere around here. I know, brother. Get on out here, Tommy. You know what I'm saying. Next, the incomparable, my man, C-Money. What's up, brother? Yo, make it short and sweet, baby. This is your boy C-Money. Yo, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's good, fellas? Hey, listen, I told you. I told you who the man of the hour is, baby. We got to stay with this dude. We got to stay with Jason Campbell. He's the best quarterback we have. We got to stay with him. And how about Jacoby Ford, rookie wide receiver out of Clemson, blowing up like that? Hey, first place in the AFC West, baby. And guess what? Two weeks off. Everybody can get healthy. Namdi, Chad Shillings, hopefully we can get him back for that Pittsburgh game. Lewis Murphy. Uh, we got Zach Miller coming back. Hey, man, we, be, we, we might be 6-4 and four in two weeks, fellas. So let's get, it, let's get it rolling. Let's make it happen. Raider Nation, let's make it happen, baby. Black and silver for life. I'm out. Peace. I'm liking it too, man. It looks too good to be true, but, man, I'm riding it. We're going. We're going to try to beat Pittsburgh at their house again. And we got a team that can do it. I know we can. And they know they can, too. That's the best part. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, my brother from across the pond, Raider Keith, the Crusader Raider. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Sad Raider, calling you from Oakland, California. Uh, just a quick message. Uh, what a great day for the Raider Nation yesterday. Really enjoyed the, uh, the win in overtime. It was great tailgating with all you guys, meeting up with Raider Wild and Colorado Chris and the guys from Japan. And it was just a great, great day. Um, I had the benefit of sitting with uh, Dave's boy at the, at the stadium. Uh, I got to sit there with, with his son, uh, uh, one Jorge, because obviously Dave's, uh, that is uh, Dave's daddy, as we all know now, because he's heard who's your daddy in Japanese, Australian, English, and every, every other language this weekend. Um, it was a fantastic uh, few days. Really enjoyed spending time with uh, uh, Greg and Randy uh, and everybody else. We've really enjoyed ourselves here in, in Oakland, um, and we're going to enjoy ourselves now as we, we move on uh, to Seattle this Wednesday when we'll be wearing our Raider colours with pride this time when we go up there. Uh, uh, and any Seahawks fans will just be asking how they got on against the Giants and, and, and keeping them in their place. Uh, thanks again for everything you've done for us whilst we've been over here in the States. Uh, look forward to the rest of the season with optimism. And uh, it was a great win and a great day to spend it in the rain with all you guys yesterday. Go Raiders. Who's your daddy, Juan? Who's your daddy? <laughs> Juan Jorge. Big Dave Chapman's illegitimate son. That is freaking hilarious. It was great to spend time with you guys. You know, every year, these guys come over from the UK to the Bay, and it's off the hook. Great time. If you ever can make it for one of the games they're here, man, you got to be here. Thanks for the call, my brother. And here is my other very good brother from across the Bay, the UK, my big man, Big Raider. Dave Chapman. Hi, guys. Uh, it's Dave Chapman. Um, just want to say thanks for everything today. Um, just called in after the uh, game against the Chiefs. Absolutely superb. It's my first win I've seen them get in uh, six, seven years. 
Um, we come over once a year, and it was just absolutely brilliant. The place was rocking. I sat the whole game next to Mike, uh, and it was it was just brilliant. Just had an absolutely fabulous time. The food was fantastic, and the company was great. And the Raiders, I thought, were outstanding today. Uh, they had some real couple of shitty calls against them, and but uh, it, it was it was great. They 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 came through in the end, got the kick in overtime. Well done, Jano. And it was just brilliant. So anyway, take care and thanks for everything again. See ya. Bye. Ditto to everything you said, man. It is so good to see you guys. Loved having you guys up here at the wine country. Loved spending time with you guys. It was great fun. You guys are just like family. You know that. Uh, thanks for coming. I can't wait to see you guys again. And when the Raiders play in England, you know we're going to be up in your house. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for the call, brother. Last but never least, my good brother. <laughs> Who's your daddy, Big Dave Chapman? <laughs> no, man. This is my brother, Juan Jorge. What's going on, fellas? This is Juan Jorge coming in. Man, I'm just so fucking beat. That game was off the fucking hook, dude. That game was fucking wild. Whole, that place was rocking from start to motherfucking finish. I've never heard the Coliseum that loud, ever. It was fucking rocking. It was amazing. It was beautiful to see. I mean, this is a true team effort. This team can has, a, has an opportunity, has a vision and a direction to go somewhere and be somebody. This team can be special. This team has heart. And I am proud. I am fucking proud to say I'm an Oakland Raider. Overtime... I mean, the game looked like it was over for us, fellas. With 40-something seconds to go. I mean, Janikowski already missed a field goal earlier, and we had to rely on him again, and he fucking nailed it. And then we stop him, three and out, in overtime. Fucking huge. And then Jeno comes through again. Fucking beautiful. I mean, this team just keeps surprising us. Three in a fucking row in the division and three in a row with streak. Who the fuck is this team? Who is this team? I mean, this team is just pulling strings like nobody's business. Not only that, but we held the run game and we tightened that shit down. There was a few bursts here and there, but overall, their whole team was kept to about 105 rushing yards around there. That's huge, especially for two rushers who potentially are going to go over 1,200 yards, both of them. And we held them to both under 60 yards. That's fucking huge. That is huge. This team is special. It was great seeing everybody at the tailgate like always. It was packed. It was rainy, it was wet, it was cold, it was loud. But nonetheless, the Raiders came out victorious. Nonetheless, the Raiders are on a three-game winning streak. None the fucking less. 
Pittsburgh needs to watch the fuck out. I am so fucking pumped. I am so happy right now. Not only that I'm a season ticket holder, but after all the fucking years that we have triumphed and struggled, all the fucking shit we have taken, all that fucking shit. I know the season ain't over yet, but fuck, when have we felt this good? When? Never. Not in the last eight years. We have never felt like we were a contending team. We have never felt like we had a chance to win the West. We have never felt like our coach was leading us in the right direction in the last eight years. But dear Lord, baby fucking Jesus, we are going somewhere. We are going the right way. And fellas, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I fucking see it. And it's bright. It's bright, and I can't wait to fucking reach it. I cannot wait because we're skyrocketing through that tunnel. But we're almost there. I had a lot of fun meeting, seeing everybody. Colorado Chris, Keith, Dave, um, Randy, Greg. I mean, everybody, man. It was, it was just fucking great to see Mike. I mean, this was just beautiful. I mean, do, do we not fucking need this? Do we not deserve this shit? All right, I, I better cut it short, but fuck, I'm so fucking pumped. Sorry, guys, if, it's, if I'm hard to understand. I, I, my voice is kind of shot, and, and um, well, that's all I got to say about that. This is Juan Jorge, and I'm one happy-ass, proud-ass motherfucker. And I'm a Raider for motherfucking life. And I'm out. Now that is a fan that is excited. You know, Juan is talking about when we have never felt. Well, I did. We felt it. We felt it in the 80s. Felt it again in the 90s. And we haven't felt it in this whole decade so far. But I'll tell you right now, I'm feeling it now just like Juan is, like the rest of us. You can't touch this. We got a little chip on our shoulder. We got a little reason to step a little higher, smile a little more. And you know, people are going to come up to you and say, hey, how about them Raiders? That's going to happen more and more as this team reaches its potential. I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not saying playoffs. I'm saying the team is playing. They're playing, man. And when you have a team playing like this, there's all kinds of possibilities. Man, oh man, it was great to have a victory at home. It was great to have a victory at the Coliseum for the fans that are there. And it was even greater to see how many people showed up, man. The fans' noise was off the hook. I can't tell you how great it is to see a game at home. If you can afford it, if you even can afford it, but you just want to do it, get your ass in a seat. You know, in Pittsburgh, we're going to be representing big time because the Raider Nation travels huge. I have no doubt that we will be there in the house. Big time. Big time rival. We're going to talk about this next week on our show. But uh, I want to thank all the fans for listening. I want to thank all of you for being a Raider Nation podcast, folks, because you are all are. Anybody who's listening, you're a part of the RMP crew, partner, whether you like it or not. Anyway, man, a great victory, a great road. We have traveled, and we got just more things on the horizon. I love it. You love it. 
and you got to love it. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Break it down. Thank you.